Speaking for Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. I'm Ed Peters. We continue today in Romans chapter 2, going back to verses 1 through 4. These verses begin the section where Paul sets forth three principles that govern God's judgments. The first principle he puts down is that God judges according to truth, and this he covers here in these opening verses. Here now are these opening four verses, and Paul writes as follows. Well, you may be saying, what terrible people you have been talking about. But wait a minute. You are just as bad. When you say they are wicked and should be punished, you are talking about yourselves, for you do these very same things. And we know that God in justice will punish anyone who does such things as these. Do you think that God will judge and condemn others for doing them and overlook when you do them too? Don't you realize how patient he is being with you? Or don't you care? Can't you see that he has been waiting all this time without punishing you to give you time to turn from your sin? His kindness is meant to lead you to repentance. Into my Into my heart, come into my heart, Lord Jesus, come in today, come in to stay, come into my heart, Lord Jesus. teaching about judgment agrees with that of Jesus who did not condemn judging as such but hypocritical judging. Paul's warning had special relevance for Jews who were inclined to look down on Gentiles because of their ignorance of God's revelation in the Old Testament and because of their immoral lives. Now here to bring us today's study is Pastor Henry Harder. It is axiomatic that all persons stand guilty before a perfect God. No one can measure up to him, only Jesus Christ can. All have sinned and need the righteousness of Christ. The pagans who suppress the knowledge of God and practice immorality and worship reptiles, they certainly need Christ's righteousness. But the respected, apparently cultured Jews and Gentiles with their high moral standards equally need the righteousness of Christ. 
Often in the second group are people who like to look down on the first group and sit in smug judgment because they themselves are not involved in the gross immorality of the pagans. Paul reminds this group that if they have the capacity to judge others, then they also have the capacity to judge themselves. If they fail to judge themselves, God will do it. Here's how Paul puts it. So when you, a mere man, pass judgment on them and yet do the same things, do you think you will escape God's judgment? Or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, tolerance, and patience, not realizing that God's kindness leads you toward repentance? You see, these good Jews and Gentiles were comparing themselves to those bad pagans, and they came out looking good. Their sins were little more than shortcomings, they concluded. This is hypocritical. The hypocrite can always find someone worse than he with whom to compare himself. I can compare myself to drug addicts or criminals or hoodlums, and I can pride myself on my respectability. I say anyone can find someone worse than he. But what's wrong with that procedure? What's wrong is the standard. Such a person is measuring himself alongside the wrong standard, the wrong rule. When God judges, he will not say, now here's Seneca and here's Paul. Paul looks very good next to Seneca. Or here's Judas, and in comparison to John, I'll put him here. That's how the hypocrite judges. That's not how God judges. Paul says God judges according to truth. Truth is the standard. Every person is judged according to truth. Truth is outside of man. It is objective. That is the law of Christ. Christ is truth. He is the standard God uses, and everyone falls short. The pagan, but also the good Jew or Gentile. God places everyone next to Christ, and compares each person to him. The only way we can look good next to Christ is if we have his righteousness. So never measure yourself alongside someone else. Always measure yourself alongside Christ. If you measure yourself against someone else, then you can become indignant at the other's shortcomings, but indifferent to your own. That can never happen when you measure yourself against Christ. I can always find someone against whom I look great, but I can never look great next to Christ unless I have his righteousness. King David is a good example. He took Bathsheba, had her husband killed, and married her. Everything went well until Nathan the prophet confronted him with a hypothetical situation. A man had only one lamb, that lamb was stolen by a rich neighbor who had it slaughtered for a feast for his friends. Hearing the story, David was indignant. As the Lord lives, he said, that man shall surely die. Nathan said, you are the one. David, although indignant over the rich man's sin, was indifferent regarding his own. David certainly would not have placed himself among the pagans of Romans 1. He would not have identified with them. Yet, looking at their sins in verse 29, 
David's fit quite nicely. There is murder, covetousness, fornication, there is deceitfulness, and there is faithlessness. David was guilty of them all. David had the capacity to judge another, but didn't judge himself. But by judging the rich man, he showed that he really did have the capacity to judge. Therefore, he should have judged himself. That's the way it is. When we judge others, we judge ourselves. We are hypocrites if we don't. The word hypocrite comes from a word meaning to act a part on a stage. A hypocrite is a play actor. He puts on a show. He deceives the audience. So David, he tried to make himself look good next to that rich man in Nathan's story. He measured himself against that man. David, no doubt, had many people fooled. He didn't fool God because God didn't judge him next to that rich man. He judged him next to Christ, next to the truth. And David came up short. I close with this observation. All of us who have received the righteousness of Christ are in him. We possess his righteousness. So he bore our judgment and we claim his righteousness. So we look good next to Jesus Christ. God compares us to Jesus and we look just as clean as he because we have his righteousness. That's what makes the gospel such terrific news. Christ has borne our judgment, and we receive his righteousness.
Snow is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.